to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, how are you? I am so excited about today's topic because I think it is an important one. And I don't know if you guys are going to be as excited about it, to be honest. You know, I did a poll in my IG stories um, asking people to share a time or experience that makes them feel prideful. And I got to tell you, my question box remained empty compared to when I normally ask questions. People don't like to admit that they struggle with pride, but we're going to tackle it today. Today, we're looking at when I'm feeling prideful, because I got to tell you, even if you struggle with a negative mindset, even if you struggle with some of these more victim-related feelings, we still all will at one point or another, to some degree or another, battle pride. It is a universal struggle. And it's one that steals so much from us. And so it's important that we look at it. You know, pride came before Lucifer's fall. He wanted top billing in heaven. He wanted to be God. He was beautiful. He was talented. Gifts given to him by God. But he got puffed up in them. And it ultimately separated him from God forever. So we need to take pride seriously. Now, what is pride even? Pride is when we think highly of ourselves. We think we deserve recognition and attention and applause. We judge ourselves to be better than other people. That is pride. And I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with being with there's, I'm not saying that there's something wrong with being confident in the skills and giftings that God has used you, but there is something wrong when you take the gifts and the skills and the talents that God has given you and you perceive yourself to be above others. You perceive yourself to be worthy of special attention or accolades. That is the problem with pride because ultimately It wants to make us God. It wants us to rely on our own self-sufficiency. Does that strike a chord with you? It wants us to rely on our own self-sufficiency. Now, come on, guys. We all struggle with that at some point, don't we? Here's the thing, though. Pride lies. Pride deceives because it ultimately causes us to elevate ourselves in place of God, telling us that we are worthy, telling us that we are better than, telling us that we have everything that we need, telling us that we are are of greater significance than others. This is not true. And we read in Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Let's have a reality check here. 
God is infinitely more superior to us. We don't have a superiority leg to stand on. God is superior. God is all sufficient, not us. I think one thing we need to recognize with pride is that there is this aspect of comparison here, right? Why do we think we're good? Because we think we're better than others. There's comparison here, thinking that we are superior. And this is the other side of comparison that's so dangerous. On one side, it can lead to jealousy and low self-esteem and neglecting to see the gifts that God has given you and the blessings in your life. But on the other side of comparison is this pride where we sit in judgment and we get puffed up. And the question we need to ask ourselves is, who gives us the right to judge others? Who gives us the right to judge ourselves? The call of Christ-likeness is not a selfish ambition. No, but one of self-denial. Oh, that's hard. Guys, God has been taking me through various acts of humility the last couple of years, that he is humbling me. I will say that pride has been a huge thing in my life that I have had to surrender to God and work through and learn humility. And, you know, it's embarrassing to admit that, right? Like I get why my IG stories were silent. We don't like to admit that we get puffed up on pride. One of the areas that my pride hit me was in social media, actually, when I was growing my following and I saw my numbers go up and I hit over 10K and and I was feeling like I was Mrs. Important. Oh my goodness, what a lie, what a deception. And my account started as a health and fitness account. And then when I decided to switch it to be a faith account, to really point to Jesus in times of struggle, to share my battle with mental illness and help end the stigma. God humbled me. My account is regularly decreasing. I have lost over 2,500 followers. And when that first started to happen, I really realized the pride I had tied to that. And God has taken me through this journey where I realize I don't want to point to me. What good is it for people to look at me? No, I want to point them to Jesus. So God, let yourself get bigger and myself get smaller. And he has literally been taking me through that get smaller position of humility in my social media accounts. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It does not faze me anymore when I see my numbers go down. Glory to God. I'm rocking in my calling. That's not going to appeal to some people. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm remaining true to what you've asked me to do. It's been an act of humility. Another area where God has been really stretching me in terms of laying down my pride is in appearance. Now, I am not someone who I would say is beautiful, but I'm not someone who I would say is ugly. I am 
an average looking girl. But at a young age, I learned that I could get what I wanted or get what I needed with my appearance. Um, and in some cases that served me, it, it, it helped me get things that I needed when I was homeless. Um, but when it comes to pride, it was a poison. And God's really been challenging me on that so much so. If you follow me, you know this. I am going through the process of growing out my hair naturally, letting the grays come in and growing out my hair. And I would say I used to love my hair. And maybe I loved it too much. And God really asked, who are you trying to look pretty for? Whose attention are you trying to get? Whose attention do you need? What does it matter if other people think you're beautiful, if your husband loves you? Why do you need the recognition or attention from other people? God really challenged my heart in this. And so I'm going through what is, and it may sound silly to you, the painful process of letting my hair grow out and it looks awful and I hate it, but I'm here for the lesson and I'm here to lay down my pride and I'm here to be transformed more like Jesus. Now, I'm not saying dyeing your hair is a prideful act, not at all. What I am saying is that I had attached a certain amount of pride um, to my appearance that was causing me to sin. And so God specifically asked me in this area to take a leap of faith and humble myself and go this route. So I am, but it's not easy. It's not easy to lay down our pride. It's not easy to be humble. Like, what is humility? It's making ourselves of no regard, of no reputation. Not in a low self-esteem way. We should have total trust and confidence in who God says we are. We should have total faith in where God is calling us and how he's going to equip us to walk that path. But. We need to put others above ourselves in doing that, just like Jesus gave up all his divine privileges, came to earth, humbled himself as a servant leader, all the way to death on the cross. We have to be willing to pick up our cross. That's hard to do. So how do we overcome pride in our life, right? We're all going to face it. It's destructive. It's going to separate us from God. It's going to stop us from walking in his purpose and calling. Because can I tell you, whatever your purpose or calling is, it does require serving others and loving others. Because at the macro level, that's what we're all called to do, to love God and love others. So your calling and your purpose is going to have that as a big component. How can you serve and love others well when you're puffed up in pride? You can't. It blocks you off from walking in purpose and calling. And man, can it bring about resentment and anger and all of that when you don't get the attention you think you deserve, when you don't get the accolades you think you deserve, when someone disagrees with you or says that you're wrong, oh, that hurts. So we need to face this and overcome it. 
So how do we do it? The first thing is we have to be aware and be honest. We cannot tackle a sin in our life unless we call it out. We have to recognize it before we change it. We have to be willing to say, "Mm, there's pride showing up in my life. And we have to be honest about it. Identify the lie that pride is telling you and replace it with the truth that God says over you. When pride tells you you're self-sufficient, you can do it all. The truth is we are weak and we need God. When pride tries to tell you you deserve all the accolades, God's truth will tell you to do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others, right? That's right from the scripture. We have to be aware and be honest. We have to recognize it, identify the lies of pride, recognize the deception of pride and replace it with the truth of God. Then we have to repent. We have to lay it before Jesus with a humble heart. We have to repent to others who have been hurt by our pride. We have to seek forgiveness, right? Pride causes us to sin. So we need to seek reconciliation in that. And then thirdly, we have to take a posture of humility. Now, what does that look like? Well, it means stopping to compare and compete, right? Stop looking to see how you're doing next to other people because it doesn't matter. God's called you on your specific calling. God's called you to act more like Jesus. The only thing you should be comparing yourself to is Christ. Are you looking more like him? So you need to stop comparing and competing. You need to go out of your way to celebrate other people, celebrate the strength and giftings other ha- others people have, right? Give honor and recognition to others. If you are self-seeking, one of the best ways to put it in check is to start honoring and praising other people. The other thing you need to do is avoid positions that cause pride. And that may mean giving up some things you like. I recall this story. Um, My dad got a new car and it was, he felt really good about it. And he ended up having to give the new car to my mom to drive because he recognized driving that car was causing him to have pride on the road. He was prideful in his driving. So he had to avoid the thing that was causing him to sin in pride. And that was the car. He gave it up so that he would stop sinning. So he would stop believing the lies. So he would stop being separated from God because pride separates us from God. So we have to avoid the positions and the things that cause us pride. And we have to serve others We have to serve others. There is something humble about a servant heart. You want to be in a position of humility? Be in a position of servanthood, right? 
I know that this is a hard topic. We don't like to admit it. But guys, pride is poison. Pride is poison. And so we have to address it in our lives so that we can renew our minds so that we can grow in God, so that we can walk in purpose, so that we can build mental resiliency. Building that mental resiliency means resisting in our mind the things that cause us to sin. The affirming truth I have for you today is I will acknowledge God's sovereignty, laying my pride down and humbling myself before the Lord. And we go to James 4.10. Humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. You don't need to puff yourself up. You don't need to be self-serving. Serve others with humility and your reward will be in heaven. The Lord will lift you up. What a beautiful picture that is. That's what I want for myself and for you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with the truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.